I stared into the drizzly middle distance as the lights of the fairground began to wink. The pattering of the rain on the leaves provided a percussive soundtrack to the closing credits of a largely miserable day. I felt as far from Boudicca as it was possible to be. She'd have been pitching tents with her army now, their families with them, carts loaded with possessions and supplies. The Iceni barely planted any crops that year, so certain were they that they'd be gone a long time, perhaps never to return. It wasn't so much an army on the move as a mobile town. Not unlike the fairground away to my right, with its caravans and lorries and rides and stalls. It's possible that Boudicca passed through here, just a couple of thousand years too early to have the chance of taking away a goldfish in a polythene bag, or an enormous synthetic SpongeBob SquarePants to lash onto the front of her chariot. And I wondered what her mood would have been on her first night on the road. It seems that she set off without much in the way of a plan beyond wreaking revenge on the Romans by sacking Camelodunum. As the wind flapped at the walls of her tent and she heard the noises of the night outside, the stamping and snorting of horses, the hubbub of conversation, what was she thinking? Did she doubt herself the way I was doubting myself now? As well as a highly justified sense of grievance and thirst for revenge, she also carried the hopes of her people. She may even have realised that the hopes of the entire land rested with her. Was she thinking as far ahead as driving the Romans from Britain? Or was she thinking no further than vengeance for the wrongs done to her, her daughters, doubtless waking nightly with nightmares alongside her in the tent, and her people? What did she dream of that first night? Could she even sleep at all? Or was she so consumed with anger and anticipation that she tossed and turned until the glow of daylight appeared on the horizon? At that moment, my phone began to ring. Oh, hello there, said a friendly male voice. It's the Cobweb's bed and breakfast here. I've just done 1471 and your number came up. Can I help at all? Within a couple of minutes, I was ringing the doorbell again and being shown to a big, warm, comfortable room by a lovely, smiling couple. Certainly it was a far cry from a calfskin tent in a field of hairy-arsed, blue-painted warriors, or so I presumed. I hadn't looked at the fairground that closely. After a very welcome cup of tea made by my hosts, and a lie-down that proved to be just the right length of time for my leg muscles to stiffen up irrevocably, I could do no more than hobble into the town have a curry while listening to a couple at the next table arguing animatedly about having the pointing done on their house, and realised that I was completely exhausted. Hubble back past the now fully operational fairground where some teenagers laughed at me, climb into bed and fall into a deep, deep sleep. All before nine o'clock. <laughs>